It was raining, as I had guessed it would be. Though the month was April, Dominica is the wettest island in the Caribbean. Its mountains attract the rain. It has over three hundred rivers. I opened my umbrella as I came down the gangplank. I hurried across the tarmac. A hand, waved from the veranda, reassured me. Though it was six years since we had met, I had never ceased to regard Raymond Perron as one of my closest friends, and I had expected that my air letter announcing that a professional need for copy was to bring me once again to Dominica would be answered by such a cable as the one I got. Thrilled your visit, come as soon as you like, stay as long as you like. But I had not known whether he would be fit enough to undertake the two hours' drive over the mountains. That was why the waved hand reassured me. He was in good health. He was awaiting me beyond the customs shed, beside a low red Alfa Romeo two-seater, a car admirably suited to the island's steep, sharp curves. A car, too, that striking a note of unostentatious affluence was typical of its owner. Tall, upright, elegant Raymond Perron was as handsome now in his seventieth year as he had been when I met him first as an undergraduate at Oxford. His clothes were as appropriate as his car, dark green slacks, a white linen jacket, patterned in green by broad, thin-lined squares, a white silk shirt with, at his throat, a dark green polka-dot cravat. His Panama hat was bound by a bright madras. As he crossed from the parking lot, His face was lit by the smile that was peculiarly his own, a welcoming smile that both accepted and dismissed the manifold chances and changes of the world. In essentials, he had not altered in half a century, and his welcome was typically casual. "'You've come at the right time for the mangoes. I expect you remembered that,' he said. "'Mangoes are wonderful in Dominica. So are most fruits, for that matter, grapefruit in particular.' Rose's lime juice started there. I'm in time for the cassia, too, I said. Its brilliant yellow stabbed the dark green of the countryside. Till I had visited Dominica, I had not realized how many shades of green there are. The mountains that surrounded us as we drove looked like a single solid background, with one shade of green mingling with another, as on a painter's palette. But I knew through many trips on foot how that seemingly solid background was split by valleys, so that a house that seemed only a mile away was separated from you by a succession of deep gorges. The sun broke through the clouds, and a rainbow curved above the mountain road. I looked about me with fond, recollective eyes. I hadn't forgotten how beautiful it is, I said. He smiled. All the same, I'm surprised at your coming here for copy. I should have thought you'd have found more in St. Lucia and Grenada with all those new hotels. But that's precisely why I'm here. I wanted to see the one island that has missed the tourist boom. Dominica had missed it because, although one of the larger islands, it has no beaches on the leeward coast, and bathing on the windward side is dangerous. It holds no attractions for the package tourist. That's so, he said. He seemed satisfied with my explanation and there was no reason why he should not be. The writer's quest for copy is an unassailable alibi. Why should he suspect that my presence here was due not to an editor's whim, but to a son's curiosity? I've got to find out what's biting the old boy, his son, who is also my godson, had insisted.
Why won't he come back to England? Has he got some ghastly illness and is ashamed to see us? Is he mad with me about my marriage, though he pretended not to be? Is he tied up with some fearful floozy? Has he gone broke? I've got to know. You're the one person who can go there without making him feel suspicious. The estate will foot your bill. We've got to know. Already I had found the answer to one of my godson's questions. Clearly, Raymond had not contracted some disfiguring tropical complaint. I acted in terms of my role of a professional writer in search of copy. I've given myself two weeks here, I said. I want to see all I can. Twenty-five years back, in a piece called Typical Dominica, I had tried to explain the particular magic that this island has held for so many in such diverse eccentrics. I wrote of three friends in particular, Elmer Napier, Stephen Havis, and John Archbold,